0: We're
1: try we welcome you, gang, to the 344th Purge Angers and Wallhangers Media Network presentation. 344. Ladies and gentlemen, we are none other than the Triforce Podcast, of course. I am your host, Matthew Bugrell, the Matman. Below me, but. Yet ever above me is one Christopher Bristow, the old man. Right to my left is ever the glorious Katarina Thermoscara, wonderful woman. And of course, scouring around in the depths of our minds is our producer, Big Brother Stephen Bivarell. Yep. Like Professor X. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. But he could tell you a lot more about yourself than Professor X could. (laughs) So, whether
0: I like it or not, (laughs)
1: uh, we gather here again to talk about all the latest in pop culture and nerdy news. And we start off with our first story, which is the revived G4
2: is shutting down. Um, I'm really not that surprised. I mean, they That's... tried
1: the YouTube thing. You know, they tried to really hit that in the hey, we have a YouTube, kids love YouTube, but th- nobody cares about TV no. anymore.
0: No. You, we have something don't. so much better now. Yeah, yeah. I it, mean,
2: we do. it was just a little. Uh, it, Go ahead. it was uh, oversaturated with the market as it is today. If it was ten years ago, it would have. It would It would have survived, but no. Nah. It's just not, not the market's not what it was as it was.
1: Well, Comcast is shutting down G4, the gaming centric cable and online channel effective immediately. And uh, one of the things I found interesting about the article is that, according to Deadline, uh, the shutdown will affect a few dozen employees and contract workers at G4. But they attribute um, the main reason for this shutdown as the cost of the guest, I'll put it in air quotes, guest talent, because they're looking at upwards of $30,000 per day. No. Yeah, I... Shit, you got shut down. For real? Like 30 th- Who do you think you are, Bezos?
2: I don't I don't get get all that. That's I mean, like you you're... signed up for this project knowing that it has a high potential failure.
0: The
1: first one failed. That doesn't tell you very good things about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's very like ugh, like, G4, don't get me wrong, there is that nostalgic thing about them that back before the internet was popular that you had this, you know? You had dial-up internet, so you couldn't watch those game videos. You couldn't do that, so you had these people. And shows, like, Attack on the Show, you had these things that were, it made this the channel very special before it was just nothing but cops reruns.
2: Bad boys, what you going, what you going to do?
1: <laughs> it's like the BBC. You look at the BBC anytime in their programming channel, it's either going to be Cops or Star Trek: The Next Generation. Yep. Unless it's the news, or Doctor Who. It's the news. Because that Orphan Black series, <laughs> they're like, all right, we told a story, we're done with that. That,
0: that. that was a really good show. It really was. I watched it live. Well, when it came out.
1: Yeah, was on after Doctor Who. That's exactly how Kevin Smith
0: had a career yeah, on well, AMC. That's, that's why I watched it I was <laughs> for the next shift. <laughs>
1: hey, Walking Dead. Oh, I comic didn't comic book man. I tell you, I didn't always see the
0: end of them because the next shift showed up and I got to leave. What I saw, <laughs> it was fantastic.
1: Very good show. Very good show. I'm sure. Um, a lot like this next story because whoop whoop beep beep. That's the sound. Of the police in a trailer we see for Need for Speed Unbound. Um,
0: Do they want you to not stand so close to me? <laughs>
1: <laughs> so close to me. <laughs> um, there's a good reason racers will want to hang out and grab as much cash as they Christ. can. <laughs> the grand. This is the boss level race in Lakeshore. Unbound's all new city and setting. Players have a uh, have to bank money to buy into qualifying races as well as the main event. To do that, they can do more than just tournament uh, torment Johnny Law that they show in the trailer. The players may also make side bets with NPC rivals increasing or decreasing their cash flow. So I found that very interesting in the form, especially since this is a racing game that need for speed, it's it's been a while since a good one. Really hooked me in. Um but <laughs> racing games have always been very big. Um It's just when you have illegal race it's essentially Fast and the Furious the game, but better. Mm-hmm. Because they did make a game on Fast and the Furious and it was terrible.
0: Yeah, it's a movie game. It's it's law. But Congress <laughs> it is law. a few years ago and they took a huge bribe.
1: Yeah, it really is law.
0: Or insider trading, whatever, whatever. You
1: However you want to conceptualize it, but the actual trailer showing off a lot of the sharp. It, it, it's a it's a a nice car with sharp terms, but the manga and anime feel that you get out of like the smoke and the taillights and like the wings that come out when you make air, that really feels interesting and new to where, yeah, you have the cops chasing you a lot. Like, um, you know, like need for speed, most wanted one of the most popular need for speed games, old man. How are you feeling after watching this trailer? Because there, it looks to be the same kind of customization. They're doing more cell shaded with the vehicles and the cut and the, Drivers, are you still, are you, are you, I'm, I'm, I'm in, I'll tell, I'll, I'll put it that way.
2: Where well, do you stand I'll, on it? I'm kind of on the fence because like my, my apex of um, fandom for Need for Speed hit in um, O2 and then O4 with Underground 1 and 2 mm. and then Hot Pursuit in 6 after that, it kind of fell off, and I haven't really dug. Um, like Pro Street was just a disappointment.
0: I they fell went, off after uh, one. Yeah, they the went original. more
2: pro that, racing
1: like, for a while.
2: Yeah. yeah. After most, so um, with that, um, I don't know. I'm just kind of torn. You know, I'll I'll wait for more trailers, and yeah, you know, with with uh, with Xbox All Access, I get the 10 hour trial, so I'll I'll just try it when it comes out before I buy it. Well,
1: Need for Speed Unbound launches December 2nd on PlayStation 5, Windows PC, and Xbox Series X. Uh, In October 6's announcement, Citroën promised the the game would support 4K and 60 frames per second racing on all platforms with cross-platform multiplayer support, which is a huge thing, especially with the 4K Market is a norm now. You have a four. I we have a four K TV. You have that machine capable of four K gaming. Yeah, and to have it the, the biggest thing.
2: The biggest thing that drives up the price with these games is the the sixty frames per second. And yeah. You know, back in the Xbox three sixty era and the PS three era, we didn't care. We didn't need sixty frames per second. We only need. You know, we were playing Assassin's Creed the first one when it came out in two thousand eight. It was thirty frames per second. Yeah, we weren't giving a shit about sixty frames per second at all. Now the, now the biggest thing is like it doesn't matter if the story's fucking good and the gameplay's good, good, it, it will be good. Yeah, that's all. That's the that's the key thing.
1: Well, now, Katarina, you're not a a gamer per se, or haven't been for a while. I'm not gonna say you haven't never been a gamer, but with like uh, I want to say, it was um, one of the more pa- uh, popular actors. Like, uh, fuck, he was in uh, the interview with uh, Seth Rogen. What's his name?
2: It's real vague on the Vega meter there.
1: Uh, James Franco. There you go. Um, he was saying that the future of like storytelling is video games. Now, especially when you look at VR and AR and all this accessibility in different games, like one story that didn't make it into the main stories here is that Mortal Kombat is making an RPG, but it's going to be a mobile game. And we see a lot more video game companies going to mobile games and a lot more accessibility like that to try to grasp gamers that have not been hooked in a while. Would What would be the big... the? I would say... City Heroes comes out a revamped version. What platform is going to grab you to play that PC? PC, like Frank Percy Mac level.
3: Uh, I had an alien where <laughs>
0: <laughs> so
3: remember, remember the audience, yeah. Remember the audience, so Windows,
1: Windows PC. PC. Okay, now if like. I played, uh, like Black Desert Online on the PC, and I also played their mobile game. Their mobile game had legs, even in a more condensed version. Would you hop on a mobile
3: version? Because there's a lot not more on a mobile it. games. Well, because the techn- you can play it on a tablet. has to catch up to it right now. Oh, I don't like playing like heavy graphic games on affect your your phone's performance it drains the battery and it actually gets annoying after a while like i want to skip these scenes get me to the game itself um yeah. yeah i don't use my phone in that capacity you know like i don't want to use my phone in that capacity well, but if we enough. got to a point where we could run those games without it taking much room and slowing down the overall of the phone that would probably be into it because i do always have my phone on me i don't always
1: you can always find a free moment to like you know you're in a waiting room hey let me pop on this app let me mm-hmm. pop on this game i do that with Comicsology. to where but, well, let me continue reading that one sci-fi uh comic clear Um, so there's a lot of different things app wise to where I feel that is, there's a big future market for that, especially since phones are only getting better, um, that you could really tap into old man. What do you think besides you just pulling up a game on your phone and hooking up a controller to it?
2: No, that's a controller, a controller holder. Yeah. Um, mobile games definitely have a market for the casual gamer because the the casual gamer that I would identify are the people that play like pinball FX 2 and 3 on your phone like Zen pinball or candy crush they don't think they're playing a game but they're playing a game yeah now games have evolved where like you have those games um like paid RPGs you know a lot of the uh, a lot of the Final Fantasy remixes or pixel remasters are coming out for for mobile same with chrono trigger and chrono cross
1: yeah a lot of the eight bits are coming back around
2: yep so and then um but like just a dedicated mobile game to to that point we have devices for that we have a nintendo switch we have a steam deck we have those but those devices live in the world for that purpose and if you fully you know you can't use your phone for everything, otherwise you you lose what the attendant purpose is for the phone. Yeah,
1: that's why you have a tablet. And also, on that mark of the Steam Deck, they actually have a docking port now for the Steam Deck. It's like $89, and you can plug it into your TV or monitor or wherever you want to plug it into, giggity. And you have that availability of whatever is on Steam now being right next to your console.
2: Hence the reason why. I mean, the the idea of the Switch kind of opened up the market for the Steam Deck and other companies trying to emulate that. So oh, yeah. Kudos, kudos for that. It's you know, it's just you Once know again, that level Nintendo. of innovation allowed it. You to look happen. at
1: motion control. Nintendo was at the forefront of motion control with the Wii. Yeah, with
2: and the Wii and the Wii U plus and
1: they yeah. they were crafting all this stuff that is quintessential to what we do in Marvel and
2: You know, the Mm -hmm. volume and
1: Disney, and there's a lot of stuff that you pull that, yeah, the Japanese innovation was there first, laying the groundwork so that you can bridge that gap and make more of this nerdy fantasy look realistic and actually pave way for greater things.
2: And then also, they're also the culprit of, like, broken TVs for the past five, ten years. But... You know, we can we Chuck's going right through the TV. And they're also
1: somehow going to make Chris Pratt look good as Mario. Which, I mean, people are still shitting on Mario on the internet for having a flat booty. I find that hilarious.
2: <laughs> Ain't no thick boy. No thick boys around. But... No,
3: <laughs> but I'll be honest with you. When it comes to Mario, I'm re- I'm not looking at looking at it anyway. Not looking at it,
1: and looking at the big
2: bushy mustache, all about the stash, baby.
3: <laughs> it's right. a me, I am. Mario. I am a Pagonophile, so
2: absolutely, <laughs> it's a me, Mario.
1: <laughs> One thing Mario loves is the food, don't you know? Because our next story is none other than a plus catering and events. Because if you're looking for delicious delicatessen, find nowhere else other than a plus catering and they have a bunch of different things popping on their menu every single day and every time you go to their website there's a new video to greet you on all the deliciousness that they have crafted follow them on social media go to a um but our first Story in the nerdy realm of film and series outside of video games is a Christmas story, don't you know? Because we have one Ralphie showing up because I triple-dog dare you that Ralphie's back mm-hmm. with a Christmas story trailer. And in the trailer, they essentially go through the old house. They show... Uh, the Top part of the leg lamp um the it's coming on November seventeenth, which is very soon um but a Christmas story Ralphie in the seventies. do you see him having a crack edition?
0: <laughs>
1: no, no, it would be coke then and the crack wasn't until the eighties, right, right, so do you see him you know like I've seen some shit, man. That's
2: a whole different shoot your eye out.
0: <laughs> well, it says it's labeled PG. So
1: cocaine not included.
0: No. no. Alright.
2: He's, so... he's gonna go. He you know, he returns to that to that mall and pumbles the Santa that shoved him
3: down with his foot.
1: I did shoot my eye out! You were right!
3: I just I just don't understand why we need this
1: we don't because
0: there's no original ideas they've all been taken so pick one because
3: yeah. but and and i and i ask this sincerely who watched a christmas story and was like man i hope they make another
1: one. <laughs> i hope they make another one yeah you know some
3: what? some things
2: just need to have their moment and they live in in that moment and don't need a continuation. So you're telling
1: me you don't play the sequel to Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer because there was one.
2: We didn't ask There's for a, a sequel lot of to
3: stuff. Rudolph the Red. Oh yeah. Oh.
2: There's yeah. also a sequel to Frosty. I'm not it.
3: hating. Oh yeah, no, the sequel to Frosty. I'm not sucks. hating on the actor.
1: Hundred percent. I hope he gets work.
3: Frosty, I hope that he's been water, successful in his life Frosty. leading up until this. Le oh great. yeah,
2: he, he was an elf but and he was. I, in, uh, I would
3: hope that he would want to move. move
2: Look, we're all nerds here. Well, he was in Elf,
3: yes. He was in elf, elf.
1: We're all nerds here. And we're I allowed thought to he shit on pagan holidays. There. It's a, It's okay to shit on a pagan holiday here or there,
2: okay?
3: We're allowed. Oh.
2: He was yeah. actually one of the scientists in Iron Man, too. He was in the first Iron Man. And he was in far... Uh, um, so... No Way Home. He. I mean, not No Way Home. Um, Far From Home.
0: Not okay. Home From Home?
2: Or Home so, Alone.
3: I don't know what more of the story do I want? Do I want to know? Like I don't care what Ralphie grew up to be, unless he did shoot his eye out. And this,
0: unless you're going to call it a Christmas story and you're going to do a recreation <laughs> of movie heat, then I'm in. All it's right. his villain. A Christmas Story
1: mixed with heat. I'm not yeah, gonna lie. I'm yeah. I'm actually pretty. You put down a little for that. heat
0: in there. They should rob a bank. <laughs> Ralphie, what was the brother's name?
2: In the life. heat of the Christmas Story, Rex, life didn't go well for his Ralphie. Name
0: was Rex with his two pistols. Ralphie
1: had a hard life after that. Like broke his old man taught him with the br- wrong side of his hand. Ralphie took to the streets, started stealing <laughs> wallets. <laughs> And then it just escalated from there. Next thing Ralphie knew, he was robbing Banks. I love that story. I I actually want to I want to write that story now.
3: He grows up to be <laughs> someone who of Ralphie going wrong. <laughs> mall Santas because he he thinks that that Santa caused him bad luck. I don't know. Just I, oh, that's the that's his,
0: that's his M O.
1: So he kills he kills Santa Claus. I
3: don't care. I don't care what happens. No, just, yeah.
0: I just had I him as a guy who robbed a bank. You have him as a serial bank robber and serial killer all of a sudden. It went dark. Yeah. yeah. Is he a arms dealer and sell drugs yeah. too?
1: And then he ends up because, heading for It's a side hustle. It was a
3: side honest. hustle. The upbringing that was portrayed in the film wasn't the greatest. So I feel like he would grow up with a lot of like... Yes. angst issues <laughs> yeah he'd
1: have issues he would have uh, issues he's a lot of Irish he would breeding.
3: have more than issues I, mean, I just i just I don't know what else they need to tell us maybe about th- the him.
1: story of his disorder because obviously this man has a disorder at least.
0: You know, I, I think uh, the people making the film would not like our comments associated. With
1: it. <laughs> Probably not. I feel yeah. like if they go to yeah.
3: any Facebook forum, they are already Good seeing. These
1: yeah, yeah. no, this is Twitter. This is twi- oh, We're a mob on Twitter ready.
3: Right yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure that Twitter feed is a mess, <laughs> as is <laughs> <if> anything <laughs> that <they laughs> we have put on YouTube. Ralphie, what we're saying feels like it's tame. If Look, any, we're giving like, feedback. We're like, hey, we'd be interested if you did this with it. Like, Make him like Dexter with one eye.
1: There we go. I would love that. Dexter
0: had one eye.
1: No, that's what me- would make with the Ralphie story, eye. because he's Dexter character with one eye, because he shot his eye out. When the Santa exactly. Claus, the Santa Claus warned him against it, and that's why he has a heart uh, like this angst and like anger towards Santa Claus. And then he did
0: with Ralphie robbing the bank. <laughs> that's
1: how he funds his psychopathic ways. He robs banks. Uh, I anyway, love this idea. What
0: other stories you got?
1: I got a story about a naked gun.
0: <laughs> okay,
1: and it's a reboot still supposedly starring
2: Liam Neeson's okay i have a particular set of comedy skills
1: i mean it's <laughs> essentially they have um what is it uh seth McFarlane and erica huggins it, they're executive pro- or well producers on this project with their pro- uh, production company fuzzy door and Chippendale Rescue Rangers writing team of Dan Greger and Doug Mand will be reunited with the movie's director, um, who is Alcove Scharf. So, what you said? Yeah. So, we have a naked gun still being made now. Along the lines of, like our last story, did we need this? No. I'm still kind of interested as to how Liam Neeson would portray that character. Because Leslie Nielsen was a... He, he was an original. You you can't capture lightning in a bottle like that again.
2: No, you can't. Um, but he had that deadpan delivery. with. Um, it takes a lot to make O.J. look stuff. good.
1: Now... Well now,
2: yeah. Hello, world.
3: I know that Liam Neeson can do comedy yeah. because he did so. um, Gunshy and he did Crawl, um, which was a pretty comedic role, in my opinion, and some other things there. And the I don't menace. doubt his capability. I just don't know why I they would want. This is me. another thing, and I know that I sound like a broken rep- record. Another thing that did we ask for this? Do we need this? Is there a point to this? Why not let? The only reason what I why I could see about them wanting to remake it is to completely wash O.J. Simpson from the history books. But there is going to still be this movie. No,
0: he'll probably be in it. It's not naked. Guns. He'll be in the background. You gotta
2: have him. So Liam, Neeson if you look at it, if you look at it. Leslie Nielsen's career before he stepped into comedy, he was like straight dramatic actor mm. as well. So.
1: I'm sorry, but I can, Airplane uh, is one of my most favorite movies. Ever. Oh, that is that is an awesome ever. movie. and Airplane too with William Shatner. Much props, like I, I love those movies. So Leslie Nielsen's career, especially since Comedy Central, they would blast his movies, his comedic movies, all the time.
2: Yep, <laughs> HBO was notorious in in the you know in the '90s for that. That's all you heard and played, you know, on HBO and Prism and you know. There was no Showtime back then. Only Skinamax, and they still
1: played Naked Gun because they thought it was something different. Not
0: the Prism Day.
1: <laughs>
3: Prism, Channel 22. I remember watching it cutting. at an age like where bias, a lot of the jokes went over my head, and then watching it when I understood the <laughs> jokes where I was like, they really let eight-year-olds watch this. <laughs> like on Channel 9 on a Tuesday afternoon. I now.
1: remember of a New Year's <laughs> Eve, and I ended up being ushered, or, well, Shooed up to my room to play Legend of Zelda, uh, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, but my parents and all the adults were watching a naked gun, and it was not for kids. Okay, no, it's definitely not for kids. (laughs) You know what? Legend of Zelda was way better, a lot like I co signed (laughs) this next story because. There may be a little bit of mumbling, and a lot of red, but Harrison Ford
0: wants my family back.
1: Wants his family back, and my family back. He wants. I want my family back. <laughs> he also wants some gamma rays because Harrison Ford joins the MCU, and he will play General Thaddeus Ross, the Red Hulk himself, and he Give is my plan. <laughs> He's popping up in the Thunderbolts movie, but his first foray into the MCU is going to be the Captain America New World Order movie with Anthony, uh, uh, yeah, Anthony Mackey reprising his role as Sam Wilson, Captain America. Also, Tim Blake Nelson uh, will reprise his role as the leader. So we the now leader. have... Harrison Ford donning this mantle from the legend that was William Hurt. How do you feel about Harrison Ford in this role of Thaddeus Ross?
2: I mean, I would rather seeing Sam Elliott in that role.
1: Mm, okay.
2: Uh, I think he has a little bit a uh, more uh, refined delivery. I'm not... He was the cowboy against. in the Big Lebowski, right? Yeah, I'm not against. I'm not against Harrison Ford. It's just, um, but I saw a fan
1: rendering of him as Red Hulk, and it made me feel good.
2: Um, i want to see how the character is developed, Well, he's been de- developed as a dick so far.
0: That's easy to play. <laughs> He's been a real dick <laughs> so far. Like,
1: I kind of feel like Harrison. I kind of feel like Harrison can play a dick pretty easy. You know, I mean, anybody could. <laughs> oh, fuck you, uh, Soviet. Clubs.
3: I was Hard hoping for good. someone a little bit more refined, but I mean, it's is not
1: Pierce Brosnan is, as Doctor Fate, perfect casting. But I feel like I can live with it. You know? I mean
3: I think Harrison Ford and I enjoy him in a lot of his roles, but I do think that his his fame as Han Solo has carried him through and Indiana Jones has carried him through his career um, when he's kind of one note to me. Yeah. And this is by someone who like I enjoy the vast majority of films that he's in, but it's one of those things where I realize just like the people who liked um what is her name carla car, car-, car- Caridun, the actress yeah. that played caradine yeah they liked her in that role because that role suited her personality or just her overall like look and Gina everything Carrara. and i think that that's... but you don't look at her objectively as a great actress and well, no, she i don't was a look USC at Ford objectively she as a got great
1: beat actor in the face however for a I mean, I, I if you're looking at, like, Mike Tyson for life advice, bro, you are looking in the wrong way. If actually, you're he actually looking played- at yeah. anyone he actually really for life advice. Actually probably he, he actually rethink really advice,
3: rethink that. Rethink that because we're all morons. We're just trying to find our way. But what I'm saying is that sometimes <laughs> I want a little nuance. In, in the characters that I'm getting, especially um, ones that kind of play a duality. And I don't see him mm. being able to do that. I think that the Harrison Ford of it all is going to carry him through this role. And that's fine. I'm going to probably enjoy it anyway. But I would have liked to have seen, like Chris said, a Sam Elliott yeah. or even a Pierce Brosnan or someone who can play that kind of nuance. Yeah, as, as opposed to Harrison. You were looking yeah. for a better But no hate. I hope he does well.
1: What if his central role is trying to get his family back?
3: I want my family back.
1: I think he could he could probably bring it around. But then before he gets his family back
2: Boom, gamma well, rays. That would just old. be some clear and present danger. We need to move to the next story.
1: <laughs> that was so good. That was such a good segue. I have to. That
3: was smooth and nuanced. That was a good
1: segue. Right on over to our next story, which is Man of Steel 2 is reportedly in development with Henry Cavill. Ho ho. So this is. Is all because of the Warner Brothers Discovery executives. They are talking about reviving Man of Steel 2 with Henry Cavill, as well as, oh, I forget the guy's name. He was involved in the original Man of Steel. So they're bringing back people from this movie. Now, I remember really enjoying Man of Steel. Henry Cavill fit right into the look of Superman and uh, the overall story was not a Superman story that we've, you know, like, yeah, we got Zod in the Christopher Reeves movies, but this was a new take on Zod, one that you can even see um, have influence in the animated universe and the comic universe of the view and vision of Zod, a lot like how Harley Quinn just popped up because of Batman, the animated series. You see the man of steel really having some gravitas to it. Even when looking back.
3: Oh yeah. absolutely. And even what we got to see of Krypton and its destruction yeah. was some of the most beautiful and powerful scenes from the film. And that's how it started off. Uh, I, and the actors that played, Oh Russell, parents, um, oh, Russell Crowe? Everything.
1: Russell Crowe as Joral is by far my favorite, besides uh, what's his name from the first one? Um, Marlon Brito. Yes.
3: Um. But also, the woman who plays his mother is the woman who goes on to play Vanessa in Daredevil.
1: Yep. Oh, wow.
3: Um, another fantastic actress and oh yeah it's just one of those where like you didn't really get to see krypton before that and you didn't really get to see the societal downfall where there are people that are fighting for saving the planet and and it's so telling because we're in that battle we've been in that battle for like 40 years in reference to saving this planet so seeing that um it was it was a Nicely done. When this started, I had such hopes for the DC universe when this film came out because it really started off strong. It did. Uh, and even though people said that there were no jokes in it, it didn't need them. That's one thing I always liked about DC. It was always yeah. very serious. The threats were real. The emotions were, were real. And it wasn't all of these well, little. I mean,
2: there, were there were jokes. There were deadpan jokes.
3: jokes. Yeah. But- and I also got why he had to kill Zod in the end. Like, it, it, it checked out it checked out. Like I I really enjoyed it. And I wished that that, that they had kept that standard out through the whole thing. And and it was just really uneven from there. I want this to succeed. I want this to be good. But Warner brother has given me no reason to be excited about this, except like that. We haven't completely lost him yet because you could not find a better man for that role right now.
2: So partly, you know, they, you know, the story says the execs. We know when they say execs, Black Adams coming out soon. It very was the soon. Rock.
1: Yeah, no, it was so all the rock. <laughs> it, you
2: know, it's the rock. That's it was all Dwayne Johnson. Championing championing this this effort for him, Henry Cavill, and Shazam to all be in a movie together. Are so. you
1: saying he's being he's being the people's champ?
2: He's uh, he's being the W.B. Brahma champ bull. right now. That's what he's being.
1: He's being a Brahma bull and just tearing down walls.
0: Do you smell it?
1: I can
2: almost
1: I can almost smell what I he's can, cooking. I can smell, what and he's it's Shazam cooking. or well Black Adam getting beat down by Henry Cavill's
2: Superman by the end of. The on movie. That, on that note, I have to run. I have to go do uh, pick up uh, Emma. From her job, so.
1: Well, you have to give me your answer for the end credit on your way out because that's exactly where we're going. All right. Lego uh, film. Here. What film or
3: What's the end credit
1: would you want as a Lego thing? Like, what do you want to get the Lego treatment? Because we still got to know the story, but I want to hear your answer.
0: Oh, I got a good
1: <laughs>
2: um. Star Trek. Give me a Star Trek universe. Ooh, like
1: stole mine, but that's okay. I approve. I approve. That is a good one. That is a good one. So we will find out the rest of ours after this next story. And
0: yeah, oh.
1: everybody, Godspeed Bye. and farewell, Christopher Bristow, the old man signing off. But our last story is Netflix announces. Profile transfers when it forces you to finally pay up. So, Netflix announced a new feature on Monday called Profile Transfer. After months of testing in a few countries around the world, the feature allows users to move their personalized recommendations, viewing history, my list, saved games, and other settings to a new account. According to the company's press release. So, this means one of two things. But ultimately, it means you got to get your own Netflix account, you lazy bum.
3: That is horse radish. If my account, if the level that I'm paying at allows for five accounts, what do you care where they are? Yeah. I'm paying for five accounts. Yeah. Suck it.
1: And especially since if it's like at a different location, like a different IP address, they're now charging you more on top of the more they already up it every once and so often. So honestly, I mean, I know we try to be PG, but suck my dick, Netflix.
3: Yeah, for real. For like, real. Suck mine too.
1: You know what I mean? Like, what are you trying to accomplish here, bro? I don't I don't get
3: this like I I literally do not understand the justification for this, how they're allowed to do this. If I'm paying for net for a Netflix account that gives an allotment for a certain amount of screens, you should not give a shit where those screens are. I'm paying for five. I am using five. And that's all you need to know
1: where they log in is none. Your business. None. At all,
3: as long as my payments go through, you've VPN. got n- nothing to see did,
1: here. Did you get paid? VPN. Then shut up. <laughs> exactly, right. exactly
0: right. Exactly right. <laughs> That's
1: VPN. <laughs> you know, get a VPN or something. I don't know.
0: That's a uh, they, all right. Fine. If We're not that, endorsing illegal activities. Have, no, no, no. The
3: opinions stated by the no, no, Netflix. I got a few stuff.
0: demands. I don't want this location crap. <laughs> I want everything available. Everywhere, None hey, of this I mean, plenty of podcasts
1: uh, advertise ExpressVPN, um, but yeah, we don't not have a, a VPN sponsor, so yeah. you can contact us. <clears throat> but <laughs> profile transfer guides you through the process of starting new Netflix account from an existing profile. The setup flow is full of upbeat. Guidance about how you can now
0: own your account and keep everything you love about about this profile. I don't need ownership of it. I don't think it's going to appreciate in value. You I don't think. Home, yeah, the no. Goal is to like. I don't think my Netflix account's going to be worth more. I know a con yeah. when I see one,
1: and it's, I, I, it's I seeming think, like I a think con. You're
0: trying to pull the wool over my eyes. I think <laughs> I'll just stick with.
1: Don't you want the appreciation Netflix, of so owning back. your own Netflix no. account?
3: No. No.
1: Right, I don't, I don't, I don't, my parents
3: are on a limited income. I don't Suck my dick, Netflix. <laughs> I don't Netflix. care Netflix. No <laughs> we, we're,
0: we're not paid. Look, man, charge
1: me more. I don't care because if I'm paying for one account, my friend will pay for another account. And now we are saving. It's proven fact. Just
3: riling me up for no reason.
1: Throughout the internet. (laughs) Not a personal experience at all. But that leads us to our end segment. Because we are now talking about what film or series would you like to see a Lego version of and why? So, old man adequately my pick of Star Trek.
0: <laughs> oh no, he did. I bet you, I got one that no one.
1: Knew. Because Not Star really. Trek is one of those, the it's one of those franchises to where you could do absolutely every single series and make a hundred billion dollars just mm-hmm. by segmentally releasing the games.
0: If you were Paramount, that's
3: true. I mean, you got to get deal with the, the game part,
1: the Lego people, but
0: Plus, there's all sorts of stuff.
3: I mean, not to mention the money you can make in selling the like Legos? kits from the show. They already do. I'm sure.
1: Well, yeah, they do sell kits from for Star Trek and Doctor Who and uh, everything To where my actual pick is Doctor Who. Um, I would love f- a film or series uh, in the Lego style of Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. I think it would be an absolute hit.
3: Because then you I can do the old so Doctors. Too. You and do it would one be a lot 12. of fun. It would just be a lot of fun. One yeah, thing that I love is how Lego puts in, injects its own little humor in there.
1: Yes, like the ba- Lego Batman. The Lego mm-hmm. Batman movie was one of the most well-received Batman movies up until the Robert Pattinson. <laughs> <laughs> like, that says a lot about Lego and their IP. That's where this idea came from, to where I think, like, with Lego, you could do... Even the timeless child doctors, you could do whatever you wanted in a Lego fashion. And that would be a multi billion dollar idea.
0: Who doesn't like Batman? So, you know,
3: or the doctor.
1: If you do, you're a Dalek. Or if you don't like him, you're a Dalek.
3: Or a Cyberman. Sure.
1: There's a lot of species that don't like him. But what what is your idea, Katarina? Where are you going?
3: Well, I actually got stuck on two, so I'm going to go into both of them very briefly. Uh, my initial, my, like, knee-jerk reaction was to go Supernatural, because I just mm. think that there would be something really amusing about all of the things that they do, um, the pie-eating, the, comedy. Yeah. the, um, you know, Cassie, the, the angels and demons fighting, um, the the different species that they have in each episode, and some of the storylines, yeah. I think would be pretty hilarious with like a lucifer with glowing eyes and stuff so i'm down for that the other thing that i thought of was something that i actually don't watch or truly enjoy because if you've heard me you've probably heard me say this a million times anything zombie to me feels like a long game of like running man or um yeah
0: yeah crying game
3: and there's no way to win it but i do think a zombie film and lego version or a walking dead series legofied would be hilarious and i would actually watch that
1: you know what i'll, I'll actually side with you on that because <laughs> especially you get john barnthal to still voice the the character
3: <laughs> or all of them can, can you imagine negan as a lego
1: yeah. Oh, <laughs> especially as Lego, like all of them with their original voice acting besides Herschel because he's dead, I think would what? be amazing. I mean, unless, you know, necromancy or a necromancer, Not
3: anymore, anything is possible in Lego verse, <laughs> um, but uh, I also would accept any of these in Muppet form as well.
0: Ooh, I just
3: want to put that out there. That's Ooh, almost that's a, a okay. separate
1: end segment. A Muppet verse. <laughs> Because I would kill for a Marvel Muppet verse.
3: I would love if they did one live action person and the rest of them are Muppets. Oh, no, it's
1: Hulk! Like, I just imagine like a Kermit, (laughs) like panic. I appreciate the idea of the Muppet Marvel verse. Big Brother would. I'm down. What's your idea?
0: So this could involve multiple <laughs> movies, but I'm going to say Pulp Fiction. Okay. Lego Pulp Fiction. It'll be great.
1: That's going to get weird when it comes to the Ving Rhames part.
0: Uh, you know, it, you might. It's not really You Lego know what?
3: I, 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 I want to say range. that we all immediately thought of that scene. Because
0: then you got I'm Reservoir thinking. Dogs. That's the same universe.
1: Okay. I mean, <laughs> Reservoir Dogs is a little bit Better off because there's no Pulp anal penetration.
0: No, so, nah, that's a sequel. Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> I think you then would you be got, better off uh, leading uh, off with uh, of that one. What's the other one that I always forget? The other one.
1: Um, that's very. He's specific. only got so many.
3: Uh, from dust till dawn.
0: Sure, I guess.
3: I mean,
1: so you're just all saying
0: all Lego form Quentin Tarantino? They're just Quentin Tarantino
3: Lego. Lego? Oh, the usual suspects. Yeah, Pulp it has fiction. to be a
0: shot-for-shot shot remake with no edits.
3: <laughs> I'm not In
0: gonna Lego. lie,
1: a Quentin Tarantino LEGO verse is very intriguing.
3: Yeah, feels like yeah. it would be real weird. It, is, it would. I think that's the beauty. I think that would be the appeal. It, and, and you, you have it to would.
0: let Quentin Tarantino direct it. It's the only way it'll work. Look, man, he said he was the only going to do as one of his movies. Well, he said he was only going to do one more film. Yeah, right, it doesn't count as a film. This is le- a film. this is a
1: whole new industry. You're you're recreating your films in Lego version, motherfucker. We're talking
0: about greenbacks. Because I think I speak I- for everyone when we really don't want him to just do one more. We'd like twelve more. But we would, there. but I would accept
1: a Lego version of the original twelve he did, including Kill Bill. That would be a great game.
0: I think he we could just point him at anything, and be, he could make it a brilliant film.
1: Dude, like, there was those rumors we talked about on previous podcasts of him doing a Star Trek film.
0: Are you amazing.
1: kidding me? Or a Star Wars film. Either one. Would I great. would love. Like, Quentin Tarantino needs to get over this whole, like, 12 number, whatever the hell. Just keep going, man. We love your work. Just keep doing it. I don't yes. care what you want to do. Keep making films.
0: Because they're awesome. And you're awesome. Yeah. yeah. Thanks I should probably
1: end this. off with that.
0: <laughs> We're awesome and you're
1: awesome. It
3: feels like, it it awesome feels like a good place to end it.
1: <laughs> this is the perfect place for end credit. And the end of the show. So we end off the podcast the same way with thank yous. We want to thank you to Moisel Robinson, James Saylor, Joshua Sanza, and Young, Felderberg Felderberg There we go It's not Felderberg It's She's not Swedish It's Enya Felderberg uh, Mark Gervais And you loyal, loyal Janger Thought I forgot about you uh, For liking Commenting Subscribing And tuning in And su- supporting The podcast Because Our podcast Does not end Until we end off The same way with a long draw, now goodbye. I am your host, Matthew Bugrel, the Matman. Man. We had Christopher Bristow, the old man, present. We have to my left one, Katerina Thermascara, a wonderful woman. We have our omnipotent presence that is Stephen Bugrell, big brother, as well as our mascot hero of time, Link Diablo. Always barking in the background. And until next time... We love you. We miss you. And we want to see you then. Game on! <laughs> Here we go again to the show that never ends. I'm so glad you could attend. Come inside. Come inside. The first uh, end credit I have, uh, story wise. <sighs> was uh oh well no go to end credit but we're just gonna highlight ourselves in the Triforce yeah. that we are this podcast. And then have the uh ad on for posterity because below the immediate thing is a little tweet and it shows a uh it's an ad for Marvel, I guess overall, but it shows Samuel oh Jesus. Just quiet that on my end.
0: Oboe
1: now, oboe. <laughs> Holy snikes. <laughs> like. So, the, there was an ad for uh, Samuel L. Jackson being Nick Fury, and he's walking into HR of S.H.I.E.L.D., and they tell him that he's been replaced by some random woman on an app. And it goes to the classic Samuel L. Jackson mother, and it cuts off right before, and goes right over to the woman like I have your face as my wallpaper. See, it's right here. So that was also like a Katarina moment. Like that's exactly what she would do if she inherited the name, <laughs> the branch of Shield. Like ha, got your face as my wallpaper. <laughs> Completely. Um, But I, I thought that was very entertaining that Marvel is really going full bore into this and uh, everything they're doing that we talked about in the podcast, man. It just works. It just works. Like uh, the only other end credit I have here, old man, is uh, you mentioned something to me. Microsoft is the latest tech company to lay off employees.
2: Yes, that's due to. You know, the Activision, it's just part and parcel of the Activision merger mm-hmm. and acquisition um, because they inherited all those people and in all those positions. And now they're, they did not need that money. Well, you know, as with every merger and acquisition, yeah, you can you consolidate the workforce. And well, unfortunately, what, uh, there will be some layoffs in that. Look it's at what, not what, all Warner
1: brothers discovery
2: did. And
1: when they merged, it was, hey, guess what, guys? You're gone. You're gone. You're gone. I mean that. You just get happens. the chop.
2: You get the chop. You get yeah. the chop.
1: I recently got the chop. I wasn't on Chopped though. That would have made it better. That
3: feels very oprah like
1: Yeah, that would have made it a lot better if I was Chopped on Chop. But no, I just got
3: fired. It's a lot less uneventful. <laughs>